This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey guys, it's Jordana, and I'm here with this year's Grammy winner for Best R&B Performance and R&B Album. It's her. We're going to break down some tracks from childhood memories to pivotal career-defining moments. The classic hits, the one-hit wonders, and those guilty pleasure songs we know you love. Either way, we're going to have a great playlist for you. This is Score My Life. Welcome to Score My Life. We have the lovely and talented Grammy-winning her with us today. (laughs) Thank you for joining us. Um, So let's bring it back to the very beginning. You were born in California in the Bay Area. And you were born into a, essentially a musical family. Your father is a musician. Can you tell us a little bit about him and, and I guess where your musical talent came from? Yeah, um, my dad, he he played in a cover band locally in the Bay Area and they would do like small festivals and things, but they would rehearse in our living room. So all the instruments were in the living room and I had access to them. And when they would take their breaks, you know, I would come in and be playing on the drums or picking up the guitar or singing on the mic. So, um, yeah, they played a lot of funk, blues, uh, R&B, and I just, I was drawn to everything he did performing, and, and they eventually let me perform with them. Is there um, is there a song that kind of, I guess, reminds you of that, y- your childhood and that time period when, I guess, you first started getting into music? I, I know I read that your, your father introduced you to Prince's music for the first time. Um, if there's one specific song that you would associate with that time period, what would it be? Oh, okay. Well, the number one song that they used to do that I, I loved when they when they performed was uh, Outstanding. Dun, 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 dun. That song, yeah. <laughs> i mean even that you're so good oh thank Um, you so you played a ton of instruments as as you told us um, piano guitar drums what was i guess the first song that you learned how to play on the piano or on the guitar man i mean the number one thing my dad had taught me uh before anything else was a was a blues scale on the guitar so i learned how to play blues before anything else you know simple blues groove so anytime there was a jam session in our living room i could keep up you know uh that was number one but i, I was learning a lot of alicia key songs and donny hathaway songs when i was young awesome yeah um a lot of talented people have have come from the bay area a lot of talented music artists specifically um is there a one in particular that when you were younger you looked up to and you were like i i can be this i can be this this artist Hmm. i mean there's so many bay area like legends that i have um you know looked up to like a lot of bay area musicians um i mean sly sly and the family stone just his creativity um and him being from my town specifically, Vallejo, was really cool. Uh, Do you have a favorite song by Sly and the Family? I don't have a favorite song. I will say If You Want Me to Stay is probably one of my favorite Sly songs. The bass line is is one of my favorites and his approach. Um, But just his motion in the song, I look up to that a lot. Yeah. Um, So you ended up on the Today Show. Mm -hmm. You were 12 years old? 
I was like nine or ten. Were you? <laughs> yeah. Um, so you ended up on the stage show. How did that even happen? <laughs> and how did you pick a song, like this song, to I guess to perform on the Today Show? I mean, um, it's a long story, but I had been playing music for so long, and and my parents just kind of like, you know, had me performing with my dad, and and I had videos, you know, online of of me singing and playing all the instruments I play. So that's kind of how that came to be. They got the call, and I did it. Um, but yeah, I I loved Alicia Keys. That was one of my biggest inspirations um, at that time when I was young, and even now, um, I, I really loved playing and singing her songs. I loved how she played piano, and when she would dress a certain way, sometimes I wanted to dress like her, or you know, when she had braids in, I wanted to put braids in my hair, like things like that. I, I definitely did. Um, but yeah, that that song was was special to me. If I ain't got you, is is a special song to me. Are, do you look back at that video and do you cringe or are you like sometimes super proud? I'm proud you know sometimes I'm proud because at the end of the day like I've had a long journey it's just proof of how far I've come and how um, hard I've worked throughout the years you were so composed and like uh, you were such an adult at such a young <laughs> age I like watched you speaking to the host and I was like I can't even speak like that to people that's funny <laughs> people say that a lot thank you um so again you covered Alicia Keys who has been a huge mentor for you and your career if there is there a certain Alicia Keys song that you would say kind of changed your life Definitely If I Got You. Um, that song is, is so universal. I think everybody knows that song. If you sing it anywhere, if somebody's going to sing along with you, you yeah. know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, her whole her whole vibe and, and how she was different from all the artists coming out in that time. Like, I look up to that. Yeah. Um, okay, and then at the age of 14, you were signed to RCA, right? Yes. Can you tell me about a little bit about that, um, I guess that, if you call it an audition or meeting, because you were signed right on the spot, weren't you? Yeah, um, it's actually a long story, but um, my my management company, MBK Entertainment, who I've been with since I was 11 years old, younger, um, they built Alicia Keys's career, and um, Jeff Robinson, uh, you know, has a good relationship with uh, Peter Edge, who, you know, um, is the chairman at RCA Records, but they just came into a rehearsal. It wasn't even just me that they were watching. It was it was a rehearsal for some showcase um, that we were doing, and I was a bunch of other artists performing, but I went on stage, and they were like, oh, sing this song, and I had forgotten the chords to this specific song. I was like, oh, I don't remember how to play it, so I had the band take over or whatever, and I was singing, and um, I, I started to make the song about my father. It was If I Were a Boy, right by Beyonce and I started to make the song like a dedication to my dad and everybody in the room started crying it was like instant tears and I was like 13 years old everybody like it was like everybody was bawling and yeah they signed me on the spot and you just freestyled that yeah I did after I started freestyling and just you know turning it into my own thing that's crazy <laughs> um so talented okay so fast forward to 2016 you've come into your own a little bit um tell us about that journey I guess to finding your sound finding essentially her when I was younger it was me doing music because I love music and whatever was happening, my parents were supportive of it. Like, yeah, let's do this. Let's do this, you know, because um, music would just ran through me and, and it was it's in my blood. It, it was something I love to do. So anytime I had the opportunity to do music, I did it. And when I got signed, um, I was thankful to have had the time to, to develop as an artist because I didn't release any music, you know, besides something I wrote in my bedroom on, online, right, right. you know. So, um when it be, when it comes to to being an artist and really coming up with this this uh this project or this this product that you're going to 
want to live forever and uh, you're going to want to, to represent you. Um, I really had to take the time to figure out what that was and figure out who I was. And uh, I was in high school and then going back to New York and creating and finding my sound and like figuring out my, my voice. Cause uh, you know, you're not the same person at 13 than you are at 16 and at 17, 18, 19, I'm changing. I'm not the same person I was yesterday. I'm yeah. 21 years old, you know? So um, it was just about finding that, uh, that voice that was inside of me and, and living my truth. Because I think we kind of live in this era of, you know, not being about a gimmick and, and things aren't manufactured anymore. It's not about a, some kind of character. It's about, you know, authenticity. People want to hear real music and, and real lyrics. And, and I think I wanted to present honesty in my music. Um, so when I started making these songs that were specific to like the heartbreak, the, the moody teenager years, right? This very dark time when I was in high school, um, it started to be clear you know, what the vision was for me and, and who I was as a person, very emotional. You're not in touch with your emotions when you're a young kid, you know. So um, the more I started to feel, the more I started to learn about myself and what my truth was, what my voice was. So when I released Volume 1, I wanted it to be anonymous, not because of, not necessarily just because of the past or what people may have known me from. Music you know, first. People, but I wanted to make it about the music and about the message. And sometimes it's hard to, to see a, a young kid and then take them seriously or, or think like, oh, you really feel those things. You know, when you're older, it's like looking at your little sister. Like, you always see them as your little sister. So um, it's about accepting that growth. And I had to accept it from myself because I was everybody's little sister. And now I'm not, you know, I'm, right. I'm, I'm an adult now. And uh, that's what this music represents. That's what this music was going to be to begin with because I came into being a woman. I would assume it's, it's hard to make that transition from, you know, being, I guess, growing up in the music industry right. and making that transition into like finding yourself and, and actually figuring out what your sound is. Yeah, I guess I guess it wasn't it was a very organic process. I will say that it wasn't like a what do I do? Oh, what's my brand? Like a lot of people say like rebrand like that's not even that's not even accurate at all because I didn't come out with a full project. I didn't even I was still in high school. You know, I was still going to regular school and um, I had these stories and um yeah, I just wanted it to be about the music, and her was was me to begin with because I always said I'm not going to be that girl that falls for this guy. I'm not going to go through this, and I ended up being her, and that's what I wanted to name my project originally. And I ended up just dropping it anonymously and figuring out that you know that's that's who I am. Yeah, everyone was like, "Who is this?" Right, <laughs> which is amazing to have your music come first. Um, and you received support and praise from Alicia Keys. Usher, Rihanna, um, besides Alicia, because you already did mention her and, and what an influence she had. Um, I guess what artist from the list of people that showed you the support in the beginning, were you like, oh, my God, I can't believe that this person like knows my music? Uh, Janet Jackson, which was crazy. She came to my show and like she was saying, like, oh, you got me through my pregnancy. And <laughs> it's just insane. I mean, Janet Jackson. um, even Rihanna posting the video of like, you know, her hair flowing in the wind in focus. And Making her own music video. Great, right, exactly. <laughs> Insane. Um, can you give us, I guess, uh, it doesn't have to be your favorite Janet Jackson song, but I guess the song you play most, like on repeat. Oh, man, Anytime, Anyplace. Yeah. That's definitely my favorite Janet song. Um, so her volume one was obviously followed by her volume two. 
which song on either of those, I guess, are you the most proud of or is, I guess, the like the near, most near, nearest and dearest to your heart? That's so hard because I think <laughs> all the babies. songs are like my babies. Losing was definitely one of the songs that started all off volume one. Um, it was, yeah, it was one of the songs that really like made everything make sense in my brain and, and it made me excited to release music. Um, yeah, probably losing. Okay. You were on tour with Chris Brown. You will be, you have tour dates with uh, Childish Gambino, which are pretty big artists to, yeah, <laughs> to, insane. to support. Um, do you have a favorite song from each of these guys that you think were kind of like career defining songs from, you, you could do Chris Brown and Childish Gambino both. You, you do you. Um, no, Childish Gambino's most recent album was musically so different than everything out. Um, which I respected so much. And when you see his live show, it just makes it come to life. Uh, so I, I find, you know, Awaken My Love, like that album to be really, really inspirational for me as a musician, as a creative. Um, but Chris Brown, I can't even name a favorite Chris <laughs> Brown song. Like, I mean, from me being a child to now, yeah. I love Chris Brown's music, like With You and, and all those songs. Yo, all those <laughs> songs from the beginning, you still listen to now and get the same feelings. Yeah. I, I, I don't have an answer for you. That's okay. That's okay. We got two already. Um, so let's fast forward to Grammys. Five nominations, two wins. I mean, that's pretty insane, right? Yeah, <laughs> in insane. Super crazy. Um, I guess it, it must have been a mind-blowing experience for you, but from your perspective, what do you think was – what was your favorite song of this year? Like, what was the song that you kind of rocked out to? My favorite song? Oh, man. I have no idea. There was a lot of good music out. Yeah. I got to think about that. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I don't even know. That's okay. How was performing? It was crazy. Yeah. Um, I was very nervous. I feel like I can do anything now because the anxiety <laughs> leading up to that point was like on another level. Uh, but no, I, as soon as I got on the stage, I was having the time of my life. Like the nerves kind of went away. And uh, being in front of all those people, people I look up to, people that are also nominated and have won before, like I just felt like I had something to prove, you know, not only to them, but to myself. Like, let me show these people why I deserve to be nominated for a Grammy. Let me, let me just lay it all out right here you know that was the mentality i had but had i had so much fun yeah you know like i really was like this is my moment yeah i would be freaking out <laughs> <laughs> you but you did you blew everyone away i Thank mean you. I, I think everyone came came out of that grammy being like wow like who is her <laughs> yeah, yeah it was crazy yeah. the flight is, attendants on my flight when i flew out of la were like <laughs> oh my gosh i was like thanks this is different this is, this is different it's <laughs> amazing um, so when will we see an album? I don't know how much you could tell us, but whatever you can. Well, I'm working on it now. Um, you know, you're going you're gonna to see it when it's out. <laughs> <laughs> we could tell all the label people to leave the room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't know. Um, I'm just working, you know, I, I got to yeah. find time within the, the, the busy schedule that is post Grammys, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, just, just vibing. Any collaborations that we can expect or that you can tell us about, maybe? Mm, I don't want to say anything too okay. soon. It's a little early. Um, but I just, you know, I can reveal that I have a song with Ty Dolla Sign. I wrote with Ty Dolla Sign. I have, you know, a picture on my Instagram with him, of us in the studio. So there's no hiding that. Uh, <laughs> I love creating with him. Yeah. But there's a lot of other he's, people he's I want to work genius. with. He's so amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So we had fun. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those songs... Um, like a torn song, you know, when something isn't good for you or maybe it is good for you, but you don't know what it is that you want, 
you know, and you're caught between, you know, love, that addiction of love and, and knowing that this isn't good for me. Um, but it's like, it's like that temporary feeling, you know, that, that temporary high that you get from somebody. Um, yeah, hard places, you know, being caught. Um, but I wrote it in Nashville. Nashville is one of my favorite places to write. I love Nashville, the entire vibe, um, to just play an acoustic guitar. And that's, that's one of my favorite ways to write, but yeah, yeah definitely personal. Every time I listen to Hard Place, like no matter what, like I could come in like so happy and I, I feel that song. Like wow. I'm like in tears every time. <laughs> Sorry. <No. laughs> in like but the thank best you. way. <laughs> thank you. It did what it was supposed to do. Let's put it that way. Thank um, you. Well, thank you very much. We are looking forward to your album whenever it, it comes out. Appreciate it. <laughs> um, thank you for joining us on Score My Life. Again, that was her. Check out her Score My Life playlist. We put it together for you on radio.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.